Have you ever wondered about how you're supposed to be differentiating for all the students in your classroom, given all the levels that they're at? No worries, we've got you covered. So let's go ahead and get this show started. Differentiation can feel like the ultimate educational buzzword, like we're all playing a PD game of bingo. We say it all the time, but are you effectively differentiating for the special education students in your classroom? It's Ayo here from Noodle Nook, and I help teachers in special education to survive and thrive with helpful tips, easy tricks, and adapted tools. We're going to talk about how exactly you can go about differentiating activities in special education. But first off, I have to tell you a little story. <laughs> I've been in the classroom for years and years. You're in the class, you've got students who are way up high and way down low, and then a bunch of kids in the middle. And the things that the kids on the upper end need and the things that the kids on the lower end need are never the same. So you're there, the children are looking at you, they're expecting you to help them as best you can. And it starts to feel like overwhelming. I mean, have you ever felt overwhelmed with how to meet the needs of all the different students in your classroom? If you're a teacher, the answer to that question is yes. It's basically like trying to build a remote control spaceship out of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I mean, it is overwhelming, but we're going to simplify that with what we do today. You actually need to know three things before you can even get started with differentiation. And we're going to tell you those three things right now. One, you need to know what the student's deficits are. Two, you need to know what the student's strengths are. And three, you need to know the point of the lesson or the objective. Really, that's all you need to know. So let's talk about how to differentiate for activities in special ed. It can feel like a really long laundry list when you're getting started about how you're gonna differentiate the, this and how you're gonna differentiate that. So stop, don't stress yourself out. What we need to know is pretty simple. Given a specific assignment or activity, what part is going to be the most challenging for the students that you support? And then what part is going to be the easiest part? What can the students actually do well? And you're going to look at those two things inside of this bigger idea of what is the point of this activity in the first place. So let's start with an example. Say we're doing a lesson on simplifying algebraic equations. Yeah, that's not too tough, right? The goal is for the students to group like terms, but there are a couple of students in your class who can even add or subtract over 10. So um, what are we going to do here? Well, we're gonna think about what strengths they have. Even though they can't add or subtract up to 10, they can sort. They're actually really good at classifying items. So in this case, you would differentiate by having some students sort the like terms while others work on doing the actual addition and subtraction. Then you can go back to those students who are sorting like terms and demonstrate how to use a calculator to add those numbers together. Then the student will go ahead and write that simplified term down on their piece of paper or say it out loud in order to complete the objective of the lesson. So you can see here, we've actually taken the goal of the activity and done it with students, even though they weren't quite there with prerequisite skills, so they could still get exposed to the point or objective of the lesson. That, of course, is what we want to do in special education. Instead of saying, oh, this student can't add or subtract to 10, that means that they don't get to participate in the activity at all. We're actually going to remove them from the lesson altogether. I'm shaking my head right now because no, we are definitely not going to do that. If the goal of the activity is for students to group like terms, we're going to find a way to differentiate so that the students who don't have the prerequisite skills can still participate. And in this example, we've done that. We've allowed them to group like terms, 
by giving them a sorting replacement for that same activity. And it's not hard to set up. On some strips of colored paper, you would just take one color for the Y's, one color for the X's, one color for the numerals, and then go ahead and have the students sort them, either by color if they need that extra support, or if they can identify the variables on their own, go ahead and leave the colored paper out of it and just put X, Y, and numeral. That way they're not excluded from the lesson. They're still doing the objective, but you've differentiated it to meet their strengths and overcome their needs. Can you see how we did that? Once you really embrace these three things you need to know, then you can start to consider what you adjust. Hey y'all, I just wanted to take a second to remind you of all the amazing resources available to support academics, behavior, and vocational training in the Noodle Nook store. Check them out today and start working smarter, not harder. There's a graphic available on my website. I highly suggest that you pop over and take a look at it. That'll break down how you can differentiate the things that I'm about to discuss. But first off, when it comes to differentiation, you can differentiate the content. That's what the student is learning. Incorporate some high interest items in the lesson in order to get that buy-in. Use chunking so that you're not giving everything at once and you're giving smaller pieces and then checking for understanding. Use super concrete examples. When we deal with abstracts, kind of like algebra as a whole, we really need to pull in some concrete manipulatives so that the student can connect with it. And then we're gonna adjust the reading level. So yes, for most of our students, being able to read on grade level is a challenge, but we can't stop them from learning everything else that they need to know because their reading isn't up to par. We're gonna work on that with our interventions, but we still have to get them to the objective or the point of the lesson or activity. So adjust that reading level whenever possible. Try reading the uh, materials out loud or doing text-to-speech. All right, when it comes to the process of differentiating, that's when we're talking about how the students are going to learn. Here we can add a lot of different things to make the materials more differentiated and accessible for our students. That, are, that includes things like using graphic organizers, using physical demonstrations to help a student better understand the materials. Using a to-do checklist can really be helpful. And then you always wanna make sure that you're including visuals whenever possible, as well as manipulatives. Make sure you've also stopped to pre-teach the vocabulary. All right, so when it comes to the projects, this is what the student is going to do to demonstrate that they've understood the materials and that they're learning. Please allow for technology here. That can be the bridge that really helps the student get over whatever gaps they have in their academics. You wanna permit speech to text if you can. I mean, if you're working on a writing assignment, that won't work. But if you're working on any other content, allow for speech to text. Let the student do video. Hello, so much is done now with video and it's a great way for a student to develop a skill about public speaking, technology, as well as demonstrating the objective for the lesson. Allow pre presentations where students are allowed to present orally as opposed to written. And then just come up with alternate assignments for the students that they can still show that they understand the lesson objective, but without having to do it in a traditional way. All right, next up is to think about how you can differentiate the environment. Uh, some of our students are not going to be traditional type learners. So are there things that you can do with the environment to help them to be more successful? Can it be things like sitting them with peers so they have a peer buddy? Or maybe sitting them away from peers so that they don't have any distractions? Can a student use noise canceling headphones? Or can you adjust the lighting in the classroom so that it's just not so sensory overloaded in the room? Think of all of these things as you're trying to decide how you're gonna play to a student's strengths 
how you're going to overcome the student's deficits and still get to the goal of getting the objective met and understanding the lesson goals. Whew, was that too much? <laughs> when it comes to differentiation, the major thing we tend to forget is the point of the activity or lesson. If a student is supposed to do 100 math problems to show that they understand the procedure of doing a math sequence or a math step, can we differentiate by lessening the assignment, by making the numbers smaller, by giving the student extra time? Yes, yes, and yes. It all comes down to what the students need, how they excel, and what the point is of the lesson. So as you sit down to differentiate, think about those three key ideas and make sure that you're meeting the student's needs above and beyond. If you're like me, I realized that I wasn't differentiating enough to meet the needs of my students. I was kind of always hitting for the middle and not really hitting the kids that were a little ahead and a little behind. And that's not really doing the best that we can for the students that we're supporting. So if you've ever felt that way, I want you to hit the like button just so that I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> if you want to learn more about this information, go ahead and check out the post on Noodle Nook entitled Differentiating for Students in Special Education. All right. Whew. If you found this information helpful, go ahead and hit subscribe and make sure that you're getting the notifications so you don't miss a single episode. This is Io here from Noodle Nook reminding you to stay strong and teach on. We'll see you soon.